Hey y'all! We're backstage at Bluebird, which means only one thing. It's Friday, and we're backstage at Bluebird, watching Nashville. That was an awful introduction, but I'm gonna just go with it. I'm Johnny Ellis, and with me as always is Andrew Jones. Hi there! Are we doing this in slow motion? Yeah, in honour of the Snyder Cup. Wow, it's been a <laughs> month, and yep. I decided to do my Christopher Walken. Wow. <laughs> it's been a month, but we've just finished it. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we are here talking uh, Nashville Season 2, Episode 9. I'm tired of pretending. Okay, but what are we talking about? <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of pretending. Okay, I get that. So what do you want to tell everyone we're actually doing? I'm, t- I'm tired of pretending. Yeah, no, <laughs> that has been established. However, what are we actually focusing the episode on then, if you don't want to talk about that? We're talking about Nashville, season two, episode nine. I'm tired, What's tired of pretending. I'm confused. Who's on first? Um, which aired 4th of December 2013. You happy? Yeah? No, no, I'm not happy. Why not? I remember that era. What could what have been, it? what was, what wasn't. What What could have been in that era? Well, yeah, I was 23. <laughs> it was a very bad year. Oh, yeah, Jim Carrey was obsessed with you. Jim Carrey was obsessed with me. I believe Tom Cruise had left himself up to oblivion at that point. <laughs> and uh, that had completely destroyed me. Well, Remember um, Oblivion? It's like, uh, what if Moon, but worse. <laughs> bad Moon, they could have called it. Bad Moon. Was I've it Rising? Seen it. I've seen the bad, bad Moon and Rising. It's travel overhead. <laughs> uh, this um, episode is directed by Kevin Dowling. Um, it's his only episode he's directed, but he's also directed stuff like uh, 13 Reasons Why, Walking Dead, and uh, The Americans, which you've been watching. I have been watching. At the uh, time of recording, I've got uh, less than 20 episodes left. By the time this oh, comes wow. out, I'd have watched it all. Yes. Um, and written by David Handelman, uh, which is the David only Lindelof. episode... <laughs> sure. It's the only episode he's credited as writer for, okay. but he's the executive story editor for season two. Oh, okay. So he's been um, sitting in the writer's room the entire time. Yeah. And he's, hey, uh, what about this? What about that? He has written for uh, the newsroom, um, everyone's favourite Aaron Sorkin TV show. Lights uh, will guide you home. I just <laughs> want to be the first person to tell you. Studio 60 on we the Sunset, Sunset Strip. Lights won't guide you home. I just want to be the first person to tell you. Skits, <laughs> not sketches. And um, the West Wing. Lights will guide <laughs> you home. Mrs. Landingham! <laughs> Oh, I've seen so much fucking Sorkin. Um, <laughs> Did he not work on Sports Night as well? Uh, sure home. Say, yes. And then it's an image of uh, Josh Molina vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that show. Again. Um, it's good. It's a good show. And the title, I'm Tired of Pretending, um, comes from a song by Hank Thompson. As they all come from songs. Hank um, Thompson. Hank so Thompson. now we start off in Minneapolis, not in Nashville. 
Minneapolis with Layla Grant. She's up on stage. Oh, that's uh, right. Because uh, Layla Grant's not really part of the Nashville's TV show, so she's damn straight. Slowly. Um, and she's uh, she's about to sing a song. She's dedicating it to Will. Um, Will. Will uh, Smith. Will Lexington. Will, Will Lexington. Lexington. Um, well, I mean, look, it's the Will Eddie. It could be any of them. True. Um, and she's uh, yeah. So she's dedicating a song uh, called "Tell Me" uh, to Will and to all y'all. Um, Juliet. Juliet is uh, watching in her dressing room, and she's just beside herself. She's saying, "Why is she saying all y'all? She's from Connecticut." Um, she calls her Connecticut. <laughs> and since when is she allowed to give herself an encore? What's going on? Every minute she goes over, she pushes Juliet set back and racks up the unitaries and uh, seriously pisses Juliet off. Uh, Glenn is going to handle it with the manager today, so don't worry, Glenn's on it. Um, Charlie turns up to go over festival business in person. How do you know what Probably by one of his private helicopters. He he lives in the shell of a compartment space that used to be there for some sort of big box store. (laughs) Do you remember in Gone Girl? Yeah. Do you remember in the scene in which um, Kim Dickens and Patrick Fugit go and investigate where the Nora might have got the gun from at one point? Right. I think it was Nora. And uh, they have to go to the abandoned mall, and it's just full of homeless people, and it's really dusty and old and completely dark. Um, sorry. She'll live with her. I feel like uh, Nora got a gun, and then that's uh, then uh, Amy grabbed it off. Amy grabbed it off of them because it's registered oh, to right. the twin. Okay, I don't remember who Nora is. No, I thought no. you were, I thought you'd mistaken. No, it's Nick's Nora. twin. Ah, right. Okay, right. Because it's Nick and Nora, and they had an infamous playlist. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going Nora. I think that was the the, the main girl, the, the the gone girl, titular gone girl. I think that was her name, Nora. And I was like, oh no, I don't think it was amazing, Nora. No, um, no. I think I think we find that uh, Nora was the girl who was gone from zero to hero after that because Carrie Coon is the best. <laughs> this is, uh, by the way, we should say uh, whilst this is a fan show for Nashville, this is also a podcast that's a stand show for Nora Dunn. <laughs> That's right. We're going nowhere. Done. Never would have, never would have guessed this is where the podcast <laughs> would go. Um. Anyway. Uh. So Charlie's there to go over festival business. <laughs> That's what the kids call it. Um. But um. Juliet says she needs time to think. But he says, you know, I gave you a week. Um. No, no. She says, uh, I need time to think. Think, think, think about what you're trying to do to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's got to make uh, just a. Dry dry white. Yeah. <laughs> and four is it four whole fried chickens? I can't remember. I was trying to remember what the uh, what the other part was. Um so um she thinks that Charlie enjoys games and she is not a toy. Uh he wants to build a life together, but she doesn't believe him. So it's all going on with like uh, who? Juliet's. Um with uh, Charlie. No no, yeah, Charlie wants to build a life with who? With Juliet. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I think he um, should build a, a house first. Because <laughs> uh, he requires some sort of shelter. <laughs> Is he saying, give me shelter? Well, yeah, of course. He's uh, saying it's just a shot away. It's just a shot away. <laughs> and um, I think you'll find as well, it's just a kiss away, kiss away, kiss away. 
Raina, I mean, while we're back in Nashville now, Raina is Raina, murder. It's with Teddy in his office. Um, and Maddie's there. And Maddie wants to take guitar lessons with Deacon, her dad, her father. Um, it's the first that Teddy's heard that she's been talking to him. So he's uh, a bit um, a bit shocked. He needs to talk to Raina alone he about this. He should have his ears on the ground. He is Mr. Mayor. He is it's Mr. Mayor. He should know everything that's going on in the city. He, he should be we know this, because he should know everything. Mm. <laughs> Why isn't um, he here doing these bits for us? <laughs> Exactly. Right, where is Theodore Conrad, Mayor of Nashville, on this episode of the podcast? Can we get him as a guest? Oh, he's probably on Cameo. Um, I don't want a Cameo, I want him <laughs> to come down to the Bluebird and guest on the show and explain Yeah, himself. but he'd just talk about Blockbuster. Why would he do that? Why would Theodore Conrad, Mayor <laughs> of Nashville, Blockbuster? Strange. A, a company that hasn't been in Nashville for a while. Yeah. He wants it back. He's desperate. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, now we're in Tulsa with the Luke Wheeler tour. Um, Gunner uh, has got has is on the phone to Zoe, and Scarlett calls Avery, and Avery and Zoe are both for the Bluebird. Hey, um, oh. and so Scarlett's talking to Avery, and she's like, oh, "I haven't spoken to Zoe in ages," and Avery's like, "Well, uh, Zoe's on the phone right now." Um, to who? Oh, I wonder. And Avery says, well, hey, you're going to be in St. Louis soon. So that's only like five hours away. So how about tomorrow, me and Zoe? Zoe and I. Zoe and I uh, drive to St. Louis and come see you. And um, he puts Scarlett on speakerphone. And she says, yes, that sounds amazing. You should do it. And uh, Gunner's on his end of the phone going, this is very strange. But yeah, you should come to, to St. Louis. So road trip. Uh, I don't think they book time off, so don't know how that's going to work. Well, I mean, you're in charge of that kind of situation, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, you'll just have to cover their shifts. Um, Why? Because I just told you they're going on a road trip. You can't find anyone else. Well, you're here, aren't you? Are you not a member of staff? Well, I'm here to remind you. Yeah, you should really be a team player. You should be a team player and you should be happy to cover shifts for the characters of the Nashville TV show so that they can continue storylines for us. Okay? I would cover, but I'm busy. I'm doing notes on what they're doing. It's very unfair and I don't like being attacked like this. (laughs) Well, you don't have a choice. Um, (laughs) Teddy, meanwhile, with Raina, and he's asking her if she approves of uh, his daughter um, having guitar lessons with her dad is not him um and Raina doesn't know but you know she says they do have that musical connection he says don't you dare pull that dna crap on me he's never going to be your father um but there's no no time to carry on that conversation because Raina gets a collect call from lamar wyatt i don't know who lamar wyatt is but i think it sounds like daddy it doesn't sound like anybody. It, must... it sounds like someone who's just saying their name randomly into a phone. <laughs> it must be um must be a pseudonym he's using for some reason in prison. Pseudonym. <laughs> um Deacon is uh hanging out with Megan Vanoy Lawyer. Um she's trying to work, but you know, Deacon's been all cute and sexy and it's hard to work when Deacon when there's that big Deacon G hanging around a bedroom. 
very much hanging um, around. Slapping around at times. And uh, he gets a text from Maddie. Uh, and Maddie says, they said yes. So now he's going to be teaching Maddie guitar. Even though she, we've seen her play guitar, so he won't have to teach her much. No. Um, back in Tulsa, Will is not Tulsa. Nope. Uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis. So there's, there's, there's too many places, and I think they should all just be called Nashville. Yeah. Um, well, Will is having shots at the bar. Um, shots. And he's in the mood How for shots? Hunt, music. Uh, not nearly enough. Shots, shot, 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 shots. Five, five shots. <laughs> um, well, did that make you laugh? Did that make you LMFAO? <laughs> well, um, and Layla stands up and she's like, oh, there you are. You left before my uh, my set finished. And he says, oh, yeah, we, we went out for a drink. And she goes, yeah, or five. Um, so he told you. <laughs> shot, 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 shot. Um, and he's drunk and she wants him back with her in the hotel room to cuddle up with. Um, but it's too late now because he now he's coyote ugly on the bar. He's up dancing and singing uh, to a song called Gunslinger. He's also trying to fight the moonlight, turns out can't. <laughs> and he jumps off the bar and face plants. Okay, um, there's an important thing you haven't mentioned regarding Will Lexton in the scene, his face planting and uh, hurting his head. Yeah. Um, uh, has he got any uh, helmet to make sure he's protected on his head? No, because he didn't want to harm the, hel- the hat. So. Um, so it's a smart decision. You know, He went out drinking and he thought, I don't want to risk it with the hat. So, so he is hat. like uh, an early uh, season one episode of Justified. Hatless. Yes. Yes. Um, I didn't even recognise him. Um, Juliet is uh, ready to go home. She's She wants some downtime before the uh, Nashville Music Festival. Music City Music Festival. Um, her and Glenn are hanging out and they're talking about, oh, I've been so busy. It's just nice, gonna be nice to... It's going to be nice to just relax. And, and Glenn's already relaxed. He's sat on the sofa. He's just lounging and he's like, oh, this is nice. And Charlie starts calling Juliet. And Juliet says, sorry, can you get up and leave? Um, and she answers the phone. Charlie says, put on Channel 7. You're going to like this. And Channel 7 is talking about the news that Char- Charlivia has split up. Mm-hmm. It's official. So... That's happening. Um, I guess you can definitively say that happened. We know this. Um, (laughs) Raina goes to see Daddy. Um, He's not holding up very well. Where is he? The attorney's... Well, he's still in prison. Oh, he's still in prison. Where did that happen? (laughs) The attorneys are trying to arrange for house arrest, but they need character witnesses to testify that he's not a flight risk. For a joker. So um, Raina says, oh, so you want me to be a, a character witness? Uh, She's a real that's person. What you want. And he says, no, no, I called you here because I can't reach Tandy. <laughs> the other daughter. Okay. Um, and he just wants to see his granddaughters again before he dies in prison. <laughs> and he will die in prison. Oh, yeah. That's make in, no, that's make in, no that's doubt in. about this was uh, Obama's America. Yeah. Rich white people are going to die in prison. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now we get the... Title in Nashville, just in case no one was aware. Well, we weren't. Um, we weren't aware because uh, yeah. two thirds of our time have been spent in other places that aren't over the photo as Nashville. If I was to get Google Maps or Google Maps or Google well, Earth, 
Speaking of which, now uh, Avery and Zoe have arrived in St. Louis. Oh, I was um, going to say Nashville. See, <laughs> so you're trying to convince us again. Um, Scarlett is a bit busy. She's She's got stuff to do. She's got to sort out her... What was it? The... Uh, not sound. Monitors. She's still fixing the monitors. Well, yeah, last week there was an absolutely atrocious situation. Yep. Clusterfuck. There's, there's probably new staff in now. There better be some, they, you know, there better be just someone else from the from the location as opposed to one you're taking on tour, because otherwise you're having to pay for travel and, uh, you know, carpe diem yeah. and uh, food, <laughs> carpe diem. shelter. You've got to seize give, that carpe You've got to give them shelter. Um, so, um... <laughs> So Gunnar offers to take them around the arena, take uh, Zoe and Avery around the arena, give them a little tour, until Scarlet's free. Here's the arena. It's big. Big, big. (laughs) That's it. Um, And now it's uh, our favourite moment in Nashville. What's our favourite moment in Nashville? It's... Do I remember what happened this week on Nashville? It's sister catch-up time. Reno and Tandy are hanging out together. Uh, Raina's got a pretty nice hat on. Um, I just wanted to mention that. Um, it's not quite cowboy hat. It's it's more closer to a Federer. Yeah, but it's nice. She pulls it off. She um, doesn't. She keeps it on. She's trying to. Yeah, she, it's like she's trying to go for like a, a spy yeah. version of her. Fair enough. Yeah. And then she brings up a newspaper with holes in it for some reason. Um, you think yeah, it's two she, eye holes, but it turns out it's just Swiss cheese holes. So she, it's made out of Swiss cheese. She's trying to she's, hide herself. She's living in Cheeseland. We do we know this. Um, she's we know this. Um, <laughs> it's not what I meant. <laughs> she uh, she's telling Tandy that uh, Daddy's after you. Daddy's looking for you, and he can't f- see you anywhere around that prison. So what's going on? <laughs> um, Where you been? Well, it's the next day, and uh, Will is hurting after face planting. Off the bar, um, really? They've cancelled the label has cancelled his and Layla's interview. Mm. Um, fortunately, he's just bruised. Bruised, um, yeah, bruised. In Belgium. <laughs> yeah, um, but you uh, notice there is uh, Colin Farrell just you know sitting around moping while Brendan Gleeson is having a nice drink <laughs> on that bruise. Um, well, um, <laughs> the doctor recommends no guitar. Consi Wadar. Um, <laughs> And Will says the after party got a little out of hand. Oh, yeah. Um, to which Layla says a little. And he says, you know, she's not even old enough to be at a bar. So what was she doing now? Wait, how old is Layla? I think she's 19, isn't she? No, 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 19. Yep. Um, but Brent is there. He's going to be uh, Will's new companion. To make <laughs> sure Will doesn't kill himself on tour. Oh, OK. Not, you know. Oh, yeah, probably that as well. You know, call a um, horse. <laughs> <laughs> Juliet is reading news on uh, Charlivia because she's obsessed. And Charlie turns up and he says, don't worry, you're still my little secret. Um, and he's going to leave half... He's going to leave half his fortune to be with her. That's what Juliet reckons. Um, but he says, don't worry about that. I've still got money. And she's like, I've got money too. I don't need money. You're fine. Um, he goes, uh, 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 prenup, baby. Yeah. Um... And he says, you are the 1% of the 1%, your royalty. 
but and uh, she likes the way he how, sees how does, how does he pronounce that, sorry? Royalty. No, he goes, oh, you're the 1% of the 1% of oh, the right. 1%. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Juliet likes the way that he sees her. It's cute. Um, Maddie has turned up for his her guitar lesson with Deacon. Exciting. Right. Wouldn't you like to have a guitar lesson from Deacon? Would I like to have a guitar lesson? Yes, I can't play guitar. Would I like to have it from Deacon? Uh, yes, but I'd also be wildly intimidated. That's true. That's true. Just from his presence alone. Yeah. Imagine Maddie. Like, if she gets anything wrong, he can ground her. Um, Teddy is back home with Peggy, and he's he's not happy. He's he's moody. Um, he was going to go out for a run, but he's back. Oh, he's a moody man. Yeah, he's a moody man. <laughs> Hold on a second. Is it Moody B. Bear? <laughs> the runner, the running person of MGM back in the day. Jesus. Moody B. Bear. Um, and Peggy is uh, upset too. She says... year and a bit into lockdown. <laughs> she's saying um, that the magic's gone. Because oh, no. the baby's gone. Um, Where'd the baby go? Well, she had a miscarriage a few weeks ago, but she only told him about last week. Um, he is in a bad mood because uh, of Maddie and Deacon. Um, and their lessons together. Um, well, if he learned um, guitar, maybe she would learn from him. But there you yeah. go. He spent yeah. his time doing the Cumberland deal. Exactly. If any, so if That's she needs to learn, get. if she wants to have practice in doing questionable deals about land, boom, Teddy exactly. will teach her. Um, but um, Peggy says, no, thing anyway. don't worry. Uh, this is today is all about you watching your daughter perform at the. Um, at a music city, music city music festival, um, Ghana is showing Zoe and Avery around the lounge oh, yeah. with the pinballs machines. Just um, no, not just the pinballs. Here they are. What? There's no machines. It's just some pinballs. All um, oh, right. Well, you know, here's some silver things. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, if I throw them at you, you can go bing, 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 bing. <laughs> tilt, tilt, tilt. Do, do. <laughs> it's fucked up. He says to um, he says to Avery, "So uh, you and Scarlet, what what happened there?" And Avery says, "Oh yeah, that just kind of happened." They have a little awkward silence, and Avery goes, "I'm going to go to the bath now. Goodbye." <laughs> and um, uh, so while prepares to burn, <laughs> that's another setty. <laughs> well, Avery's uh, off in the bathroom. Uh, Gunner gets close to Zoe and gives her a little kiss. What? And so he says, well, you didn't seem very excited to see me earlier. And he says, yeah, well, it's kind of awkward, you know. Didn't want to give up, give away our secret. Um, but he, he is happy to see her and she's happy to see him. It's all cute. John, and Avery knows that they're dating. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah I, think we, I think we all know that. We know this? God damn it. <laughs> sure. Um, I'll tell you who doesn't know this is Avery, who nearly walks in and ruins them. Well, he definitely ruins the moment, but he nearly spots them. But fortunately, he, he kind of announces his arrival he's, as he goes, Have you seen the dressing room back here? And then they suddenly like give a big gap for Jesus. Um, back at the guitar lesson, Deacon uh, is saying he can only do three chords right now with his. Uh, fucked up Busted hand. hand. Yep. Okay. And um, and Maddie says, "Well, I've heard that's all you need is three chords. Three chords and the truth." Who said that? Someone smart said that. I think no it was Deacon said that. Yeah, probably. No one. Um, no one else. 
and she said, I listened to your album because he released an album back in the day. Oh, yeah. And she says it's good. What track is it? Three Chords and the Truth. Three Chords and the Truth. Come on, name three of our Deacon Claiborne jams. Four Chords and the Lie. Wow, this seems like it's very based around one subject. 1.5 Chords and a Half Truth. Mm -hmm. One more. And um, you can't handle Three Chords and the Truth. And what's the album called? Uh, truth chord ratio. <laughs> truth chord ratio. That's good. Um, but yeah, uh, Maddie's saying she listened to the album. It's good, and um, he says it's old, just like me. Um, and she says, "Why didn't you make another one?" But he says, um, "You know, maybe he will. Maybe he will one day. Maybe he will make another one. I'll buy it." I'll buy that for a dollar. I've not even seen that film. I'm going to use the quote. Um, <laughs> what film are you talking about? The Money Monster. No, what was it? Is it, is it a Robocop quote? I feel like Yeah, it's, it's Robocop. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, the idea of Money Monster also having every line in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> if it's about money in a movie, it's probably the Money Monster's fault. Did you see Money Wants to Fight Kong the other week? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's shocking. It's amazing. Um, and Maddie's found out that Deacon's going to play at the festival. Oh. Uh, but it's nothing big. Um, but Maddie's playing one song as well. Uh, oh, guess one where she's song. Playing, yeah. Guess where she's playing it? She's playing it probably at the same place Deacon is at the same time. It's like, oh, <laughs> this is awkward. And we've come dressed the same. <laughs> she's playing it at the Two Old Hippies. Now we all remember what happened at the Two, two old, old Hippies. Hippies, Ben and Jerry's location. What happened there? Was it last season? Uh, I believe it was last season. We haven't been season. there this season. No, we haven't been there this season. Last season, mm-hmm. um, Maddie, if you recall, uh, Maddie. Snuck, snuck out to um, go to a Juliet Barnes gig. A gig? Uh, yes. Um, Wait, why was she, she doing a gig? Well, because Juliet Barnes is a singer. Yeah, but why was she doing a gig? To... During a school day. Well, no, it was yeah, it was after a school day. Okay, uh, why was she doing a gig so early? It was a surprise gig. Why was it a surprise gig? What was it promoting? It was promoting her new album. Okay, uh, but if she uh, wanted to promote her new album, yeah. why wouldn't she go on like all the major networks and do do a run of the? Uh, she know, was doing the, a different thing. She was doing a different thing. But oh, she, she was reaching out to, out to her. Uh, she yeah. was reaching out to her community and keeping it she local. Re- she reached out to her community directly to her fans and told all of Twitter where exactly her gig was going. Her secret. Uh, yeah, not so secret anymore. Gig was going to be, so um, so Maddie turned up and got attacked by a shelving unit. If you Just recall, any shelving unit, the shelving unit, the shelving unit, the one that has been on her watch list the entire time. We've been protecting her for a and whole now, eight months now. And now Maddie is uh, going back to the scene of the crime. I mean, brave, face brave her fears, face her fears. I guess she gets the last laugh because she's getting, she's performing there. So, <clears throat> yeah. Right. Um, well, Juliet and Charlie are backstage. Um, they are hanging around the stadium. Um, Arena, and, stadium, whatever you want to. And Layla spots him and runs up to him and gives him a hug and he says, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear about your divorce. <laughs> I'm happy to hear you're single now, though." Um, Juliet, I hate to watch you get divorced. I'm happy to see you get single. Yes, exactly. 
Juliet kind of drags her away and um she says, Here, listen here, we've uh, we've changed the, the set because we need a boy between two girls. So I'm gonna flip yours yours and Will's set and um Layla's not very happy and she's she says, Okay, look, I, I get it. She says, I'm sorry, I, I went over the time last night. I got overwhelmed. Um and Juliet says, it's fine. You are just overtired. This will get you home safe and sound for your curfew, bitch. Um, wow. I so love now Juliet it's an FMF. and Layla's. Yeah. I love Juliet and uh, Layla's rivalry. Just me? Okay. Um, I don't like negative people. I'm, I'm sad that people have to be abusive and aggressive to each other. I want everyone to be happy. I want this show to yeah, be about people who are happy. Sorry, the what? The drama, the hashtag. Uh-uh. Drama. Could you could you say it correctly? The drama. Yep. The drama. That... No, no, I was happy with the drama. That's how. If you want it, you've got to earn it. Yeah. Um. Well, Will comes to see Layla, and uh, she looks at him. And she's like, "Oh, you've, have you just come over to gloat? Is that is that what's going on here? You, you're gloating. You're a big, big gloaty gloater. Is that what's that what's going on?" Says, what, are you on about? what are you, John O'Gloats? Yeah. And she says, oh, don't you, don't you act like you don't know what's going on, Mr. Gloater. You know, you, you've, you're, you're going to be uh, taking my spot. And I'm going to have porridge, and it's going to come directly from Quaker Gloats. Um, and he says, look, I'm happy to play for more people, but I'm sorry that you've got men on a process. And uh, what are we doing? <laughs> I also have some roses. And he says, I'm sorry for last night as well. And she says, well, I know how you can make it up to me. And raises her eyebrows and says, "You can give me your fucking spot." <laughs> um, Tandy is talking to to the FBI about not being able to talk to Raina. I think she does this every week. <laughs> I still can't talk to Raina about how I, I how I put my dad in prison. Oh. So hard. Oh, I, it sucks. It must be yeah. tough. They must get pissed off at her at this point. Like they're not a psychologist. Anyway, that should be paid um, therapy. I mean, that should be the government's yeah. problem. That's true. And um, they say to her, you know, nationalized mental give, health. <laughs> if they say if you give a witness statement to help your dad get out of prison and you know um, under home arrest, mm-hmm. we're going to have to expose you. Wait, expose to... like Janet Jackson? No, no. Okay. They're going to have to tell people that you know she was the one who. Who put her dad in prison? It's all her. Oh problems. right. Okay. So yeah, she's the bad Basically, girl. Shush. Um, she's the bad girl, just like the uh, Billy Eilish song that I'm sure you're referencing there. Well, would you like to refer it to me better so I can hear it? She's the bad guy. Duh. Well, you said guy, and I said girl. Yeah. Well, I was talking about bad girls. <laughs> oh, the ITV um, drama. Sorry, the ITV what? The ITV drama. No, the ITV what? <laughs> the ITV drama. Thank you. Yep. Um, what Glenn, we like this? Glenn is not happy. <laughs> he was handling the Layla situation, and now she's doing a duet with Will because you took away her spot, but she's getting back on that spot. Um, is she still doing overlong endings, though? Probably. When you if think she... her song's done, and oh no, there's a piano outro. Yeah, probably. Um, and Juliet says to Glenn, well, do you work for her or do you work for me? What the hell's going on? 
Um, Charlie, uh, well, Glenn says that Charlie has a way of bringing out the worst in Juliet. Um, and she says, well, go work for Layla because she's appropriate age for a disappointed, disapproving daddy. And he says, I'm not daddy, Lamar is. Um, <laughs> Teddy and Raina and Peggy are about to watch Maddie at the two hippies. And I think I spot a shelving unit in the background. Oh, yeah. Just shaking with excitement. Shaking? Oh, yeah. Shaking. Holding a gun somehow. Shaking like a Polaroid picture. Wait a second. Holding a gun, is it going to put it out in the middle of the yep. sequence? Have they made sure but, that there's, a, there's a, no uh, political campaign ads in the background of uh, Maddie's set? Well, but then Deacon turns up, so the... Um, the <laughs> well, he's easy. Well, Deacon yeah, turns up and, and the... the the shelving unit spots him and says, oh, I know what happened last time. Deacon was the one that saved her, so I'm not going to bother anymore. I'll just watch the show, I suppose. Um, Charlie turns up at uh, Juliet's dressing room. He keeps turning up wherever Juliet is. It's almost like he's in love with her or something. Maybe he should have mentioned that at the end of last episode. Oh, wait, he did. Um, I, don't I don't recall that, and it didn't happen. <laughs> um, and he says, where's my happy girl? And he just looks everywhere for her. <laughs> And he, he gives um, Juliet a hug and he says, you know, Layla is a pale imitation. Um, and he says, what are you? You're special. And he makes her feel better. But he's got to go to DC now for a meeting. Um, oh, yeah. What kind he's of gonna, meeting? She's going to be Mac. Well, we don't actually know. Oh, he's okay. probably trying to look for a house. Um, <laughs> Juliet's going to be back in Nashville tomorrow. Um, so back says, in Nash. I hit the sash. <laughs> It's a long breath to be bashed. So he says, okay, I'll meet you there, and you, you can tell me how you dealt with your, your little problem. Um, Maddie goes up on stage at the Two Hippies and sings. Well, she gets up on stage and she says, this is exciting, and, you know, I'd like to, am I all right to invite someone up? So she invites her dad, and and uh, Teddy Teddy gets up of his chair, and then he, he looks behind him. Oh, oh not the, the other dad, okay. And um, Deacon comes up on stage with her and they sing A Life That's Good. Um, which we've heard before, haven't we? And they look directly at Teddy the entire time. <laughs> so this is what A Life That's Good actually looks like. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, this is the song she was obsessed with a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I, this is the one that... Me, um, this gives me tears down a napkin in like five minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. This gives me tears in my eyes every time I hear it. Um, which do I can't you, talk have, about properly. Mm. I, I'll, I'll explain much further down the line <laughs> but I just wanted to mention that whenever I hear this song because it hits you in a particular way in your yep. ears and it vibrates through your brain and it actually yep. makes your nose start bleeding it's also yep. got the brown note contained in there you <laughs> might not notice it but uh, it makes you uh, you know weep from every, every orifice <laughs> um, Zoe Gunner and Avery are playing cards together because they're buddies. Um, they're the Barstack, no, the, the Barback, Bluebird Barback, Bungalow Boys, and the girl. Um, you got it. You know it now. Yeah. And Scarlet is, uh, Scarlet comes up to Zoe and she says, You know, I've, I've missed you. Um, we haven't had time to talk and catch up. But um, Zoe says, I'm busy playing with my boys. My, my blues. My playing blue what? Playing with my. Blue bar back bungalow boys and girls. Exactly. 
Um, and she says, anyway, I've not got much to catch up on, really. I've just been spending my time with these two, unfortunately. And um, Avery's not happy to hear that, unfortunately. But, when um, is Avery happy? <laughs> when he's with Juliet. Oh, when his hair has gone back and silly again. <laughs> I miss him when he had the hair coming over his face and he looked a bit more dishevelled. That was a cool look. Well, it was an outlaw he... country look. Back in Nashville, Deacon's um, leaving the two hippies and uh, Teddy comes outside Hi, and catches up with him. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Teddy comes out and catches up with him and he goes, hey, hey, Deacon. And Deacon's like, oh, hey, man. Uh, I've got uh, No, no, page. not hey, man. He goes, oh, hey, Mayor of Nashville, I should give you the full respect you deserve because you own these streets, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's like, he's, he's got no issues with Teddy. Like, he's no, like, oh, can you just... Um... Teddy, he's just, you know, stolen his child for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> he says um he's like oh hey can you just let maddie know i had to, I had to head off I've, I've i've got things to do i've got another daughter to sing with whoa do you know where daphne is um she's out there oh, with celeste oh did, did wayne not tell you yet never mind never mind um <laughs> and uh, well, that's, a luke, that's a luke wheeler's daughter isn't it daphne <laughs> Oh god. Um I've got tears in my eyes. <laughs> oh listen to something again. <laughs> Teddy, um Teddy's not happy. He says, Do you think you can just swoop in and dazzle her with uh, music crap? That's right, I said it. I'm the mayor of Music City and I called music crap. Yeah, uh, I know. He's a very questionable persona at that point. I don't think yeah. he really understands the importance of music. He only understands the importance of the Cumberland deal. And he says <laughs> he says, What happened to you saying you wouldn't be uh, Maddie's father? Um and Deacon's like, what the fuck? You said I had a responsibility. I'm taking mm. on that responsibility. Pick a fucking lane, mate. You know? He can pick all the lanes. He has all the lanes in Nashville under his thumb. <laughs> um, well, Teddy says, Reno and I have no interest in co-parenting with you. And um, the fight gets worse as Teddy goes to grab him, uh, just as Maddie comes out and sees so <laughs> they turn around and they grab Deacon. each other on the back of the shoulder like hey buddy <laughs> they dust off their um, shoulders and maddie says stop it and walks away she's like fuck this i'm out i mean that's, that, that's what we have to say to ender where's lamar just say you got someone in the middle of a fight and say stop it yeah. i hear they sent the peace corps to afghanistan to say that <laughs> that's um, what rabbi three's about isn't it he just goes out there and goes Ooh, stop it will is and, up and, on <laughs> Will is up on stage now, um, and he's about to bring uh, a special guest up. A cowboy hat. Yeah. Um, and he's about to bring a special guest up on stage. Yeah, Layla. Um, Layla Good is job, getting ready. Someone's about to hand her over a microphone. Job. And Juliet. Layla Grant. The, uh, the, 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 you know, hashtag Will and Layla. Yep. And Layla Juliet, Juliet comes in and... Uh, Wishes some good luck before just, she goes out later. She grabs, grabs the mic and she says, what? you're sitting this one out, honey. What? And comes up on stage to join it's Will and it's sing. Too early. It's too early. Yeah. Her shirt's later. What, what's yeah. she doing? Oh, she's she's treating her fans to a little extra Juliet. Um, <laughs> and she comes up on stage to sing "Can't Say No to You" with uh, Will. What do you what think about she, this? What's she wearing? What is she wearing? Ridiculously tight red leather trousers. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. It's a weird look. It is weird. It's a weird look for her. She's never worn this kind of, it's kind of a black, weird kind of sheery top. It's like full-covered <laughs> Wednesday Adams goth look at the top. 
I don't know what she's going for. It doesn't look like she was ready to go on stage. It looks like she's just hanging out beforehand for publicity photos. I wasn't focusing on what she was wearing. I was focusing on, on what she was singing because she's an artist. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, but I was like, well, that's a weird thing to be wearing at an arena show or a stadium show. Mm. It doesn't look like this is a costume for the show. This looks like something you were you know, wearing on your pre-publicity you know, material stuff. That's what I was concerned about. I was like, oh, d- did she mean to go up there? Did she just grab the microphone by accident and walk up those stairs, actually? Oh, is no, she, she did this, it. She, is she, she just having just... an a, a Anthony Hopkins-like senior moment? Oh. Is she, you know, going to go, where's my mummy? Where's my mummy? Oh. Jolene. Um, Jolene. 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 Um, yeah, it's a good song. Yeah, it is a good song. Can't say no to you. Yeah. No, you can't say no to me. It's a good song. It's a good duet. Yeah, it's nice. It's fun. Um, that's all. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a it's a fun bumpy thing. Yeah, I can see why the crowd were happy. I'd like to be there. I'd like yeah. to be in a crowd. Would you of, rather you know, have seen it with um, Will and uh, Layla or Will and Juliet? Can I have seen it with all three? Oh, that would have been good. And um, also, can I have Olivia there as well, just for good measure? Yeah, why not? I know Chai likes to get up on stage and play his guitar. Yes, yeah. And I'm sure Olivia has some sort of ability. Probably. Um, well, Avery and Scarlett are in bed together. Oh. Yep. Um, and Scarlett's saying she never thought she'd see Avery, Gunnar and Zoe, all friends, playing cards together, being all pally. And she says, you know that room, you know, you know that feeling when you're in a big room full of people and you still feel all, all alone? And Avery says, yeah, I know that feeling. And I go up and introduce myself. And it's like, all right, mate, not all Jesus of us can do Christ, that. Jesus Christ, what a wanker. Yeah. Some of us haven't been in a room with a lot of people for a long time anyway. Exactly. You still know what it's like to be at that. Um, and Avery calls Scarlett the sweetest girl he knows. I think she's the sweetest girl anyone knows, really. We've established this. We know this. Um, Why do you keep saying that? And, uh, <laughs> and Scarlett says, do you want to just watch some TV? Ooh, what, what's on? Yeah, sure. It's really oh. weird. Wow. <laughs> Why are we watching ourselves? Um, uh, Peggy, meanwhile, is asking Teddy what his problem with Deacon is. Uh, he, he tells her, well, you know that girl Maddie? She's not actually my daughter. She's she, Maybe maybe she's Deacon's. I, I don't want to talk about it. Um, but uh, she's not his daughter as far as Teddy's concerned anyway. Okay. And, because, you know, Deacon wasn't there for the birthdays, the first steps and the skin knees and all that stuff. Um, even though, you know, Deacon obviously knew he was the dad at that point and was invited to all those, you know, every every time there was a skin knee, hey, Deacon, uh, Maddie's got a skin knee. Do you want to come by and celebrate with us? <laughs> and birthdays and first steps and second steps and third steps. But Deacon was never interested, apparently. that That's the way uh, Teddy's fucking painting it. Just rude. I don't, I don't like Teddy. Well, you I, would, that's why you didn't vote for him. You were yeah. Coleman. Look how that turned out. Yeah, exactly. Um, on Deacon's side, he's uh, he's uh, with Megan Van In Van the Deacon corner. <laughs> exactly. He's uh, he's with Megan Van Oyleyer. And he's wondering what steps he can take. Um, he doesn't want to go to court about it. Um, she tells him about Fathers for Justice and he gets a uh, costume ready. Seems like uh, the one person who should want to go to court is the one who is hanging out with a lawyer. Yes. Yeah. 
That's free. Exactly. <laughs> um, but he just wants to support Maddie. If she wants him now, he'll be there. It's nice. That's all he wants, you know. Um, but Megan Vanoy, lawyer, says to him, you know, are you ready to be a permanent part of Maddie's life? That's what you've got to ask yourself. So I think he is. Meanwhile, Maddie... I mean, is anyone really a permanent part of anyone's life? True. I mean, I knew so many people who I've not seen for, you know, a year and a half now. It's like, where, where, where do you guys go? Where do you come from? I'm thinking, of course, about my friend Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. We all miss Cotton Eye Joe. If it hadn't been for him, I'd been married. You know, <laughs> um, he came in. He swooped in and just destroyed it all. Um, Maddie, meanwhile, is stuck in the middle of both of them. And she's torn. She's trying to talk it through with Rainer. Wait, wait. Um, wait. Says, Who's Rainer? Is she to the left? She's to the right. Oh. She's Joker. stuck in the middle of the town. Call her um, Joker. <laughs> but, you know, Maddie says it's it's should have been a great day today, but her dad's basically ruined it. And she says if they if they love me, they wouldn't act that way. But Raina says uh, people make a lot of mistakes that can end up hurting the people around them. And that doesn't mean they love you any less. Um, but it doesn't feel that way, says Maddie. Doesn't feel that way. Doesn't feel that way, indeed. Um, Zoe is with Gunnar, and she says, uh, you know, if we, are, if we really are a thing, we've got to tell Scarlet. We've got to tell her, now just rip the band-aid off. Um, and Gunnar says, okay, what, together? Or, and Zoe says, no, 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 I'll, I'll tell her myself. It needs to be done, just me. It's better that way. Um, and he gives her a kiss. And as I was watching this scene, I was thinking, I'm surprised they didn't have Scarlet off you know, to decide, like, seeing this before Zoe gets a chance to hang out with Scarlet, you know? Mm. I, was, I was kind of surprised they didn't do that, but I was kind of happy they didn't because it's such a such a trope, you know? Um, Juliet comes off stage and hands <laughs> Layla the microphone and says, and that is how it's done, bitch. Um, Layla runs off, she's upset. Um... To which Juliet just goes, well, she started it. <laughs> I fucking love these two. Um, Brent comes to see uh, Will, and Will's like, listen, I have no idea. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look at don't me. Don't lump me into this corner. Um, and he says, you know, it's hard. Uh, well, Brent says, well, it's all right. It's hard to juggle a diva and a diva in training. Um, and Will says, you know, I never know which version of you I'm going to get. It's either all business or sympathetic friend. And Brent says, I'm both. Could also be a lover if you tried. Um, but, but Will can't do that at the moment. He's, he's off to go see how his girlfriend's doing. <laughs> For some reason, he goes to see Scarlett instead. Um, Scarlet. he goes Wait a second, that's gone really. <laughs> um, those those um, bungalow boys, they share. Um, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Uh, Zoe gets to see Scarlet. So we, we haven't had an awkward moment where Scarlet's seen them kissing. Zoe's got her moment now. No, and she's got a, a playlist on her, hasn't she? Yep, yep. Is it's it extraordinary? Moment. Yes. Um, and yeah, so this is her moment. She said to Gunnar, I need to tell her, we need to tell her right now, I'm going to be the one to tell her. And now she's with Scarlet. Scarlet's oh. saying how she feels awkward on tour because mm-hmm. uh, Gunnar's making friends with everyone that moves. Um, and Scarlet feels stuck, and uh, she says, now you're here. Um, 
she doesn't feel like she belongs with them. Um, but so he says, look, that's exactly how I felt when I first got to Nashville. I was crying myself to sleep every night and not telling anyone, which is, I imagine, what you're doing right now. Um, and I did that for about three weeks, even while I was sleeping on your sofa. Um, and Scarlett says, you know, I'm so glad you're my friend. And for some reason, it completely slips Zoe's mind to mention, oh, yeah, also I'm seeing your ex-boyfriend. Because it's not just, like... Just one of those things. Yeah. She'll tell her at another point. She's She's got plenty of time and it's not like anything... There's more, there's more important stuff that's come up, you know. Yeah. Um, Juliet is at the bar and Will pumps in and Juliet says, oh, you, you're going to shun me too? And um, Will goes, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not getting involved in all this shit. Like, I'm not... I just want to get drunk for the next five years. Yeah. And uh, Juliet says, you know, what is it? What does everybody see in Layla? Um, she's just like, everyone thinks the sun shines out of her ass. Wow. And Bill says, well, she is also manipulative. Manipulative. She's so manipulative, she changes the spelling yes, of words. Exactly. Manipulative. And, and Juliet says, thank you. Then why are you with her? Um, and he says, well, you know, I don't want the whole Layla and Will hashtag thing. Um, I don't even like her, but like maybe sometime, someday, if I'm lucky enough, mm-hmm. I'll find someone who makes me feel like the best version of myself. Oh. Um, and that person will be named? Brent. Avery. <laughs> Avery. Oh, now there's Aaron I'd like to see. How sweet is that? Yeah. Well, now we're in court with Daddy. Um, all the witnesses have been called and they've they've had their say of whether they think Daddy would be a flight risk. Uh, the judge is asking if you've got no, any... No, no, these... these uh, the, the, who have they called? Which characters? Was... Oh, um... Sally, obviously. Yep. Yep. Um... Picard? <laughs> Sulu? Right, okay. Han Solo? He was there on his own. And Han from Fast and Furious franchise for some reason. Hans. But he's, on, he's there on his own. Sorry, yeah, he's solo. No, but um, he's also, you know, that's his son. And his seat's really low, so he's solo. <laughs> and uh, apparently um, Shorty got low. And, low. <laughs> and the judge asks um, if there's any more witnesses to be called. And the lawyer says, oh, we've got one more. Can you just wait a few more minutes? Oh, they should, boy. you know, should turn up soon. And they said, no, no, we can't really. You know, well, the lawyer's checking their texts, like, where is you? Where is you? Are you up? So Raina stands up, and she says, I'm, I'm here. I guess I'll do it. <sighs> um, it sucks she, being the queen of country music. Yeah, Sometimes you're called to, you know, the court. And she says, uh, I can't speak to Daddy's business deal- dealings or his reputation in the financial community. I don't know but, anything about anything he actually does. But he's not a flight risk. He's never, he's, so, you know, he's never been abusive to me. Dot yes. dot dot. <laughs> Is that the line? <laughs> um, uh, but she says um, he wouldn't do anything to compromise um, being with his family. Uh, she's never doubted his commitment to his family and the or sparkle motion. Um, yeah, she says uh, he's never. She's never doubted his commitment to his family and his city. And with that, her big speech is over, and the judge says, Denied! <laughs> and uh, they take uh, Daddy away, and he turns to have one last look at his daughter, who actually turned up, just to see if Tandy's there behind her, but no. Um, Never gonna get it. 
Juliet is on a plane. She's on the way back to Nashville, and she's um le- she leaves a message for Avery. She calls, gives him a call, but he's busy in bed with uh, Scarlet watching movies, <laughs> watching TV. That's what the kids watching call it. TV. They ain't no watching um, movies no more. And she says, um, she says, hey, you know, I'm coming back to Nashville for the music festival, and I just wanted to see if you'll be around because I miss you because you're my best buddy. It's cute. Um, Avery spots the missed call from Juliet, um, but he doesn't doesn't give her a call. And Scarlett says to him, "Thanks for being here for me, and you know, I needed this." And she leaves, and uh, she goes to get Zoe because uh, Avery and Zoe are about to leave. She's like, "Oh, I'll go get Zoe because it's not like she'll be doing anything that I shouldn't be looking at." And uh, yeah, she's probably just you know uh, packing up her bag full of all the free stuff you get at a hotel. Yeah. And, you know, it's, that's a lot of stuff sometimes. Well, what she's you're doing taking now. rugs, you're taking pillowcases, <laughs> you're taking lampshades, you're taking windows, just uh, laying just... out of the uh, <laughs> wall itself. Floorboards. <laughs> the pipes under the floorboard. Oh, man, copper um, wires. Um, but what she's actually doing is she's mm. kissing Gunner. Ew. If only she had the chance to tell Scarlet before. Now Scarlet sees this and oh, and she's like, ew, <laughs> ew, ew, not him, anyone but this weird, 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 weird freak. She's right down the other end of the hallway and she projectile vomits and it hits. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shining, but it's just puke. <laughs> um, and what room is this? <laughs> 602, wasn't it? 603. So in season 6, episode 3, we're going to have to see this come back. Otherwise, (laughs) why was this put there? I really expect there to be a a Gunner, Zoe, Scarlet rehash of this sequence. Otherwise, this Easter egg is completely wasted. That would be perfect. I'll I'll have to try and keep a note of that. Um... We note this. (laughs) Raina uh, has gathered Deacon and Teddy together. Um, um, She's She's sorting this mess out, and she says, listen, Maddie doesn't want a relationship with either of you right now. You've got to sort your lives out, mate. All right? Well, why do you use the mayor of Nashville? I think his life is pretty sorted out. She says, "Um, I spent my life estranged from my daddy, and I don't want that for either of you. So sort it out. Why? Well, well, I mean, everyone's going to be estranged from daddy because he's in jail forever. Oh, poor daddy. Amen. Um... Charlie turns up at Juliet's and Juliet says, uh, we have to talk. But before that... Rhubarb, 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 peas and carrots, <laughs> peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Good. Before, that, uh, before that, Tandy uh, turns up at Rainus mm. and she says, we need to talk. But before that, no. Um, rhubarb, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Um, <laughs> she pulls out uh, some wine for herself and she says, uh, listen, it's time for our catch-up time because we get two of these this episode. Because everyone loves our catch-up times. I'd say too, too many. And she says, look, I know I didn't turn up. Um, the judge wouldn't have, gr- have agreed, even if I had appeared, because they would have found out that I'm the one that got put him in prison. So and it's Obama's America, so, you know, white people stay behind. Yeah. Uh, rich white people specifically don't get house arrests. Yeah. But she says she needs to keep distance from Daddy for a little while. Until Trump's America, in yeah. which they are hanged mysteriously <laughs> and claimed a suicide. Jesus. Um, Daddy, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, you don't think that Lamar might be actually an Epstein? Daddy, meanwhile, is his lawyer. This we says, defo know. 
It says, anyone who lives without blame walks safely and knows who are to blame. I'd imagine they'd best be careful. Can't I ring that bell, he says. Yep. Ring, 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 ring. He shaved his hair at this point, by the way. Yep. And uh, Batman <laughs> has branded into his shoulder. Redcoats are coming. Um, Teddy calls someone called Tessa, who seems to be the organiser for the... Uh, for, for the music, music City Mystic Festival. Music City Music Festival. Um, and after, off the getting town. Stern, after getting a stern talking to from um, from his ex-wife, saying mm. you need to sort it out, and you know, Maddie doesn't want a relationship with either of you. Yeah. Um, he he doesn't think to himself, well, I'm gonna back off and just kind of be uh, not friends, but kind of accept it, accepting. Mm. No, no. What he does is he calls Tessa and he says, "Oh, can you um pull Deacon from the list of performance for the uh, for the festival? Uh, something came up and Deacon can't make it anymore because he's in my basement." Um, what a prick! This guy. What a I prick! I mean, it's not going to be a big venue, so he could probably just go out and busk instead if he wanted to. Yeah. So this guy can uh, go screw. There he goes. He goes. Hold on. Hold on. A sec. Wait. Why? Why don't we put him in the the two hippies and then put me on the phone to that? <laughs> put me on on the phone to that uh, that shelving unit. Okay. Yeah. I got a plan. You want a job getting done? <laughs> I know um, just the weight. Got a bowling ball on each unit. <laughs> Juliet is now having that talk with Charlie, and she says, "Look, when I came to your um your big old mansion for your anniversary, you got my finger." <laughs> um, I saw you put your hand on the small of Olivia's back um, and I wanted that myself and she says you don't love me you, you like the challenge of me you like the rush love Shape. is wanting to help someone be the best version of themselves and she says what is love if not grief persevering what is love baby don't hurt me <laughs> baby don't hurt me no <laughs> more <laughs> um and Charlie says, well, I guess we should be thankful that we didn't tell the world about it, I suppose. And no one's ever going to find out. Will, meanwhile, is with mm. Layla. He's um, they're back in the bungalow. She, yeah. He's letting Layla stay at the bungalow. Bungalow, um, eh? And they get on bed together, and she says, what do you think? I, of... Bed and bungalow? Yeah. Oh, she says, what do, you, what do you think of that there Juliet girl? Yeah. And, uh, Will says she's all right. She's a bit of all right, isn't she? She, yeah, uh, I mean, he is a proper cockney. Yeah, and uh, Layla says oh, he well, likes a bit of a cockney. I've heard. I think. <laughs> and Layla says, "Well, I think she's a bitch." And Layla <laughs> says, "Well, I'm going to go take a shower." Um, so Layla calls TMZ, and Who? she says, "Well, TMZ, Tums." Mm, that doesn't seem exactly right, though, does it? Yeah. I don't know how. I don't know because I mean, last season we had DMZ, so yeah, how come there's DMZ as well? Yeah. This seems like a cluster. And where is the militarized zone? And why are they not getting the hot goss? <laughs> um, well, she says you don't know me, but take this verbatim. Um, take this as gospel. Uh, do you want to know well, why so Charlie? And do you want to know why Charlie Vier split up? Uh, two words: Juliet Barnes. That's two names. That's a first name and surname. It's not yeah, two name. words are homeless shelter. <laughs> uh, so now, so now ridiculously TMZ... undervalued in their community. They just have no money. Sad. Now uh, now TMZ knows the truth. 
Well, DMZ are going to be undercut and they're going to be going out of business. Yep. It's a shame. I feel bad. The DMZ rides are better and, you know, they're not as mean. Well, that's... Uh, their that's whole a... thing is they, they, they don't shoot first and ask questions later. They demilitarise <laughs> the whole gossip column situation. Well, if Benicio uh... Del Toro and Terence Malick were walking down the street and they had a 10-minute interview with Benicio Del Toro with Terence Malick slowly walking out of frame, they would be going up to Terence Malick afterwards and saying... But, I mean, yeah, grass is lovely and calming, isn't it? And twirling around is good, and there are no guns in twirling around. And that scene with uh, Ryan Gosling and Michael Fassbender doing monkey impressions at each other was a choice. God, so how do you say. remember that film? How do you remember that film? Like, I'm a Michael Fassbender fan, and I don't even remember it. He sat there together whilst Val Kilmer decided to use a chainsaw on a guitar. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's our big uh, cliffhanger ending for this week. Terrence uh, Malick has appeared in this show. <laughs> season two, episode nine. I'm tired of pretending. Okay, so what what really happened then this week? I'm tired of pretending. Yeah. Okay. Well, I get that. It's been exhausting to pretend. So now you can tell us what really has happened this week. That's what happened this week. That so you got tired, tired of pretending. Tired. Yeah. 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 So now you can tell us <laughs> what the real show this week is. Now we've done the fake show. <laughs> Imagine if that was the case. Oh. Now we're going to talk about Ghost um, for another week. <laughs> Where can we find you to, um, to, to suggest uh, Gunner Scott songs? Gunsmoke Scott songs? Yes. You can find me at the Bluebird every every Friday and doing nothing else, nowhere else, nothing more. Obviously, everyone Friday. knows this. Yeah. No, Fridays is only ever for hanging backstage at the Bluebird and, uh, no. you know, with my friend and co-worker and not hanging out with any family. Yeah, well, you've got shifts to cover, so... Well, apparently so, it seems, because everyone else has decided to go off and hang out with their lovers. And I'm on Twitter at Ethan Runt complaining about such a situation. Johnny, where are you? I'm at Moving Down to School Mad, uh, keeping an eye on my on my workers. And uh, that's uh, on Twitter? On Twitter and on Instagram. Ah, the deuce. Uh, you can find us on uh, Netflix and on... <laughs> and on um, Twitter at... Bluebird underscore pod on Instagram at Bluebird pod on Facebook.com slash Bluebird pod and you can email us at Bluebird pod at hotmail.com. Do that. I, read, I did all that without reading it this time. And it's now you fun. can also you can just rate and review the, the the feed online, you know, yeah. on your iTunes or your Spotify, wherever you get it. Yeah. Because we are, this is the same feed as, of course, our other show, Are You Moving Mad? Indeed it is. And uh, no other future shows. No future shows. So say, hey, give us a give us a little bit of a in the old uh, you know boosty boost, and uh, yeah. hey, it'd be nice, it'd be fun, it'd be friendly, it'd be kind. We've got to be loving to each other, and make sure we tell each other who we're loving as well, and not have an awkward moment which we find out in front of room six hundred three. <laughs> oh, what's going to happen there? I think uh, Scarlet's going to try and get in on the three on the throuple. The six person throuple. Yeah, that's yep. why the six or three. Oh. Uh, six Until legs, next three week. people. Until next week, we'll have to wait and find out. Next week's a mid-season finale as well. Oh, okay. What has happened there? Christmas time. Yep. What do you want for Christmas? Mistletoe and wine. Children singing habeas corpus. <laughs> I don't know the song. What do you want for Christmas? Oh, just my two front teeth. No, that's not going to happen. That's all I, I want. I need them. Why? Because I miss, I miss you. I want you to take a bite out of me. I want you to army hammer me so hard. <laughs>